Uh, oh, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Star Wars guy went up here. Yeah? It, it's it's not it's not good. Same thing with my Marvel universe. You know what my I? Marvel universe was great for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Thing called Endgame. Endgame means it's over. Endgame should have ended. Endgame it. Endgame means it's over. What are we doing? Well, it, it, the problem with the problem with we're, this is all in the pot. Welcome to Chicago Bears podcast. Yeah, we're just you. jumping straight Welcome in. Forward. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, showing Whoa. love. You know Hit what the... Infinity Wars means, Pat? Yeah. Infinity means it can go on forever. Yes. And then the next movie is we're going to end it all. Yes. Then end it all. Yeah. What are you coming back at me with? I don't want to see nothing no more. You know, we're all dead. Boom. Some of you came back. Who cares? You know what I didn't like? They went with the underneath characters. Like it was like, okay, now we got to tell the side stories. I didn't need the side stories. I didn't need to know what Loki was doing on weekends when, like, you know, the, the Tesseract wasn't being kidnapped and exactly. all of that. I didn't need it. I did like Ahsoka, though. I love Ahsoka. Big Rosario Dawson fan over here. Are you? Yeah. I, well, oh, listen, Yerk. Out of all of it, Black Widow is one of my favorite characters. Uh, Groot. I like Groot. I mean, if I had to rank my characters, Groot would be up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing was a wonderful little offshoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they re-intertwined it, you know, so I kind of like Ant-Man to me. What the hell? What are we doing? Yeah, today? I didn't need him. I didn't care. need him. Then the Bumblebee man. You, you know, know what? You know what I don't? Bumblebee man. What are we doing? You know what I don't like? I don't like characters where I can just be like, why don't you just shrink down to the size of a pea, go inside the guy yeah. and expand? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm up. Wait, well, My well, superpower well, is getting big. Well, we don't want to kill people. That's what I used to tell the ladies. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to hello. the Chicago Bears podcast. Hello, hello, hello. The good kid is yeah. here. Getting big. Whoa. We, we got to talk about some uh, interesting Bears football because yet again, we got a Bears Packers matchup. Yeah. Good kid. I have to ask you this question. I feel like this is uh, the biggest question in Chicago sports right now. From week one. How great was I when I played? Is that the number <laughs> oh, one question? No. Okay. It's listen, not. listen. I, What's I, the number one question? I've seen, I've seen some of the tape. Good, good. Oh, you you yeah. were pretty good. One good game. You were pretty good. I had one good game. <laughs> uh, from week one to week 17. Yeah. We've now seen the second half of the season where Justin Fields seems like he's starting to get better. Sure. Has he done enough from week one to week 17 to gain the good kid's vote of confidence five weeks moving ago, forward? Five weeks ago, I said they're both coming back. Flusen and Justin. I said it on the air. I said it on the air. I said five weeks ago that both of these guys are going to be back. I said I predict the Eberflus is going to be back. I think Justin Fields is going to be back. Now, with the Justin Fields thing to the city of Chicago, I want him to play as good as he can. Yes. In the Green Bay Packers game, I hope he throws for 290 yards and he gets three touchdowns and he runs one in and the Bears score 30-plus points and everything's fantastic. I want the rest of the world to be convinced that he can play also. That way, all your options are open come off season. Right. Now, I think he's going to come back because there's something called leadership and there's something called, hey, we'll play for our guy yes. because uh, though our guy may not be a classic drop-back Joe Montana quarterback, our guy is a very effective quarterback who's uh, uh, overcome a lot of adversity, who's uh, overcome a lot of doubters, and we believe in him. And it's because we believe in him that we want him back and we want him to be our quarterback. And the Bears locker room has echoed that every time they get asked it. Now Ryan, Ryan Poles, as the, as the general manager, has got to decide, can I win a Super Bowl with Justin Fields? And that's the business he'll go about this offseason. They'll look back. They'll look to the future. They'll look at all the tape on all these college kids that are coming out, and they will figure out, do we take Fields after we've worked with him for three years, or do we, we want to go with somebody that we believe has more upside and is close to, 
or near where Justin Fields is right now, and then we can become even a better football team. Now, you risk alienating your locker room. You, you risk doing that. Yeah. But if the guy that's coming in is better than the other guy, and pr I promise you there's turnover. <laughs> You're alienating only right. for a couple of weeks. Right. Nin 1991, uh, I, I was there. By 1995, when I was there, it was me, Leroy Butler, and Ken Rutgers. Yeah. So in five years, from 91 to we started the 95th year, actually only four off, you know, four off seasons, right. there are three guys out of 53 that were left. Mm. So that's the type of turnover you find in the NFL sometimes. I mean, now, we're seeing that now, yeah, right, with this team. Right, Look, right. What do we got? Jalen Johnson, Cole Komet, Tevin Jenkins, mm -hmm. uh, Eddie Jackson. Is that it? I think so. Am I running out yeah. of Mooney? That's five and, and Fields and is, Justin Fields. Is, That's six guys is, from the Pace era. Is is there a is is there a long snapper of any uh, of any want? Is Patrick, Patrick Scales? Scales? I think he's been there too. From, yes. Oh yeah. Yes, I he's from he's the Pace era as well. He's from the Pace era. Yeah. So. Santos is Santos a Pace guy or was he a Poles guy? I can't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. They had all the kicking woes. Yeah, I, I don't. The, I don't know if we saw a helicopter <laughs> flying over Soldier Field trying to. Watch those. We've guys come a camp. long way here. Yeah, We're yeah. not doing kicking camps yeah, and training God. camp. Yeah. <laughs> Competition's heavy. We've got 17 kickers <laughs> in here and an Australian rugby football player. <laughs> and uh, yes, we did. Uh -huh. We had a rugby player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All types of craziness. So, but from week one to week 17, you've seen the improvement. You've yeah. talked about it on a consistent basis. Let me ask you this: When you see the when I think defensively, a hundred percent, the Bears yeah. team has improved. Oh yeah. Offensively, over the last six weeks, it feels like there's been a jump. Have you seen enough improvement for Luke Getz here? Are you going into this game versus Green Bay feeling like right. you better coach for your life if, if you I, win, you're here? If I'm keeping fields, I'm keeping Getz. Right. Those two are married at the hip, whether they like it or not. They right. may not like each other. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference. Those two need to realize we are, we are relying upon each other to propel ourselves forward, and it'll build both of our reputations if we find a way to be successful. That's it. Right. Period. Bottom line, that's it. The two of them are tied at the hip. So there's there's, there's a better chance you can get rid of Getsy and still keep Fields. The problem is you're going to change your offense again? Right. Are you changing your offense again? Are you changing your calls? Are you doing it all over again? Are you starting from, and not personnel-wise, but offensive theory-wise, you'll be starting from, from page one again. And that's why, right, like the question that I've asked is has consistently been how important is – leadership at that well, position it, it, at it the is. quarterback position it, it is wonderful play yeah is better exceptional play yeah um naturally leads into a leadership role but overcoming adversity can also lead because you know people watch you overcome people watch you start to achieve people have seen you struggle and then they've seen you get through that struggle and let me tell you he's got through that struggle in a classy way yes uh, you can't say anything uh, against the individual. He has gone through all this in a very classy way. Yes. Everybody so. everybody wanted to kill him for when they was like, oh, he threw his coaches under the bus. He he, yeah. he doesn't two. believe in him. Week, three, week, week right? two or three. Yeah. And then as the season goes on, uh, DJ Moore is talking about the, the play calling. Darnell Mooney's talking about the play calling. Matt Eberflus is talking about the play calling. Ryan Poles comes on ESPN 1000 for the pregame and goes, yeah, schematically, there's some problems here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, like, I think that it it's well. I almost want to say there's a locker room vibe where they're okay with just being open, and everything that we hear, we're like, oh, this is sending a message. This is him telling somebody something, 
And I think they just kind of they come out and they talk because we've seen it from the whole team. Well, I I think what you see in the tape it, it tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. So when they were using their horizontal passing game at the beginning of the year, you scratched your head and said, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Uh, when there was no offshoots from the vertical passing game, you know, something different. I mean, even last week you saw them fake a, a, a quick screen to the right and then roll them left. Yeah. Right? Fake the quick screen, roll them left, he ends up running in for a touchdown because everybody gets blocked up in the middle. So there's an offshoot of a quick screen play, a counter. Hey, look, we're going to run it. No, we're not. Here we go the other direction. Or if you're at the 50, you pick the quick screen and you release the guy long and then you find a way to hit him. I think their uh, their confidence in the decision they've made to be able to go long early yeah. it allows them to put a team on the back foot. Once that team is on the back foot, they're like, now these guys are willing to run patterns. We can't squeeze everything. We can't accordion it. And now you see how better the Bears defense is when they're getting pressure on the quarterback. And now you can sit on short patterns oh, and you yeah. can jump short patterns. And all of a sudden you're getting interceptions left and right. And Jalen Johnson's going to the Pro Bowl, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the sweater. Add, add, add the sweater. sweater. I like sweater. that one. Montana. I like that nickname, yeah. the sweater. I call him the sweater. <laughs> not mad at it. You're not because he sweats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he makes the quarterback good. sweat. Probably looks good in the sweater. Uh, do you, you think he's got a good sweater sweater game? Good, great sweater. Phenomonal game. sweater Remember game. Remember the old Coogees? The old Coogees. Oh, the Co- the what do you know about little Coogee sweater uh, action here? You're going on now. Leroy Butler used to sport Coogees all the time. I myself never an owner of a Coogee. Not not a big, a lot of bright colors in Coogee. A lot of bright colors. Not only bright colors, horizontal lines. Yeah. You know, lines, they're wavy and they're patternish. They were different, but they were all horizontal. Yeah, some guys can't wear horizontal stripes. I'm one of those guys. I, it, vertical stripes for me. Yeah, good, good vertical stripes. Vertical. I, I got a vertical stripe game. You wouldn't have looked good in that Packers th- or that uh, that uh, Steelers throwback, is what you're saying. No, yeah, horizontal the, the stripes. Bumblebee that, is, no, that's no, a bad no. look for bad you. look for me. That's all right. That's all right, man. Yeah. But as long as you look good on the field, that's yeah, all. That matters. That's all that matters. At the, uh, end, of at the, the end of the day, it, and and I I like that we have this final matchup to really look at because I think that this is one one emotionally it's going to sway the city one way or another. We know that. Sure, but. It's a real test for Justin Fields on a game where, listen, there is a real impact on people's careers here. Yep. If you don't perform well today, I think that the pressure in this game will say a lot about who he is well, as a QB. Listen, they're all, I always say the quarterback gets too much credit when they win, and he gets too much blame when they lose. Yes. Uh, this team is truly relying upon each other. The defense playing well, getting pressure. The defensive backs with Not pressure there. Punts. Everybody, right, everybody works on this thing together. The longer they control the ball, the less the defense is on the field. Um, the, the, the more uh, the offense for the other team feels like, okay, we're gonna, our possessions are going to be limited because yeah. they're controlling the ball. We've got to do something. They're more willing to gamble. They're more willing to maybe go off of their play things to try to get big chunk plays, and the Bears get a chance to make some defensive plays out there. I think it's all kind of relying upon each other, and the Bears want to play a specific way. They want to get out front. They want to grind you. They want to take away your possessions over the course of the game, over the 60 minutes. If they can control the ball for 35 minutes, they can convert uh, third downs at a 40%-plus clip. If they can, uh, uh, you know, force a couple of turnovers, that's the way they want to play the game. Yeah. Establish the run, including with the quarterback. And then this, this is a team that once they learn to win from the front, 
because three games they've blown. They double the jumps. They, they blew three games. Yep. Once they learn how to get up front and then, you know, like a boa constrictor, hold you on get around them. your prey, you hold on to them every time they take a breath, you just squeeze, you squeeze, yeah. you squeeze till the 60 minutes are over. You took the life out of the game. You took the life out of the opposing team and you won a game. What did, I think that's what they're going to try to do. That's the recipe for a victory up in Green Bay. What did we see against Atlanta that kind of allowed them to finally do that? I felt like that was the first time this season where in the second half of the game, they took real control and they didn't let go. Well, I would agree that the Atlanta was a top 10 defense, pretty good defense. The yes. defensive tackles were substandard. Mm, Specifically, okay. number ninety-eight, which yeah, allowed yeah. Lucas Patrick and and the two interior guards, Nate Harris. Even though Nate Harris has struggled a little bit lately, Davis, Nate, Nate Davis. Davis yeah, Why I say Nate, Nate Harris? Harris? It's Napoleon Harris. I'm thinking <laughs> a different guy. Yeah, Nate Davis. Nate Davis struggled a little bit, but listen, I've seen Nate Davis play some really good football. Yes. But when you when you drop um, a little bit of technique, um, all of a sudden you become susceptible to things that are happening to you, and the uh, the the uh, the arm over has kind of victimized him a little bit. So that's something he'll work on in the offseason. He'll work – you play pass block with your feet. So he's got to work on his feet. He's got to work on not leaning forward, that kind of thing. Those are all fixable, all fixable. Uh, you know, and maybe with an offseason here uh, with the Bears and with the real preseason, yeah. we'll be able to get 17 solid games out of him. I'm not concerned about Nate Davis. I just think he struggled a little bit. But Tevin Jenkins is a monster. You re-sign him. It looks like you've got to re-sign Jalen Johnson now. Yeah. Uh, the the I would the, agree. the world is recognized now, and then and then, um, and he's a free not agent. Not just right? with teams, right teams not, didn't want to trade right. for him. Not just with him. coverage, right? Not just with coverage. And he's salty, and he wanted to get paid. Um, what he's done on the field matches now what he might want to get paid. Yes, he wanted to get paid before doing it on the field. And when you do and you perform, you end up getting paid. That's the way it works. And this year he's come out and he's done and he's performed and he's actually gotten some interceptions, right. which is nice. And uh, the kid, well, 29. the second we got pressure, right? right? The second we got pressure, well, that's, Bears went from not having any uh, interceptions right. to 22. That's <laughs> why it's more important to have guys and get to the quarterback than it is to have guys in cover. Yeah. Because the guys and get to the quarterback are going to help you cover. Um, just happens, okay, Jalen's a pretty good player, so you're probably going to have to pay him. Eddie Jackson, you say goodbye to. We've talked about that in the past. Um, are you, thanks for everything. Thanks you, for the would seven you years. Keep him on a team if he was willing to restructure. I don't think for he's, leadership. I don't think he's purposes. willing to restructure. No. Okay. And uh, does he have to restructure, or is he done with his contract? I believe he's got one more year left, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you might let him play the year out next year and let him play on that contract. I, I don't think he played well enough. He d he did not. He I don't listen, think in coverage he was a nightmare. And, well, if, if he's a if he's a nightmare in coverage, let me tell you who's unwilling to tackle. <laughs> There's one guy on this team that's unwilling to stick his head anywhere, and it's because of his injury that he's had in the past. Yeah, so he and, doesn't want to repeat performance of that injury. His age 31 season, he's got 14 million dollars coming his way. Yeah, so and depends on how much dead money there is. He may become just a cap casually. Say, yeah. if you want Daniel Hunter. Oh yeah. Well, what if I want Daniel I Hunter, want Daniel and, Daniel I, Hunter. I, and I'm going to sign Daniel Hunter? Cap to contract. hit would be 18 million. Yeah. yeah, cap hit next year would cap be eighteen hit next million. Year is eighteen million. That's what I'm that's, looking that's at. Five the, five. That's so you'd, you'd save nine and a half million dollars or, or eight and a half million dollars. So that's what I'm looking at. What's what am I saving? Right. If I'm saving nine and a half million dollars, okay. I'm saving ten with white hair being gone. Lucas Patrick, You're I'm saving three money. or four million dollars. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to find that money um, where you might be able to utilize it. How can I get myself a, a, a stud defensive end? 
Well, we can go to Daniel Hunter and say, Daniel, we'd like you to sign you a three-year contract or a four-year contract. We want you to come off the corner. We want you to do what you did against us. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or you move down from one Chris to something Jones with another team that wants Jones. to come out. And you wanna, you know, I th- I think getting a, a guy that can come off the corner is is important. Yes, it's important. And well, we see it on the other corner, right? <laughs> and my guy Dexter. We've talked. Is about he Javon yet, or is he still Gerving? No, he's still Gerving. Okay, it's Gervin Dexter, and he's becoming more and more like Santana Dotson. Yes, which I've called for. Yes, I called for an offseason of watching Since week nothing one. but Santana Dotson film, and I said he's going to get better because he played in a system with Aston the two gap. So his instincts down there that he's been trained because of repetition and habit is to read and react. And this is not a defense where you read and react. This is a defense where you. Come off the ball aggressively and then react. Come off the ball aggressively and then react. So um, I think he's getting better and better, and I think he's got a chance of being a real good player. So that I am happy for. Pickens was ahead of him. Now Pickens hasn't had the same opportunity as Dexter, so it's going to take Pickens a full offseason, some strengthening, and let's get back out there and let's grind. And uh, of the guys in the middle, they re-signed Billings already. Yep. Uh, I like Jones. I like him. This is why I like him. I like him. And any team that needs a good guy in the middle, he'll be good for it. Like if he, Jones, played for Atlanta and they got rid of that 98 who can't play, they'd be a better defense interior if Jones was there. Mm. There's going to be a spot for Jones in the league. 100%. Jones can play. 100%. Jones can play. If you've got nobody better than him, you can put him in there and you could be a solid interior defensive line. He's not. He's never going to be exceptional. Yeah. You know what? His ceiling. You know where his ceiling's at. So, and I but wouldn't I drop him back into NFL. coverage. I just well, it's just, I I wouldn't. Drop I got to show you coverage. some film. Then I'm going to show you some film of me in coverage. You, you dropping back? Bit? Dropping back. <laughs> covering. Who, co- who are you covering? Who are you? Jerry covering? Rice, seventeen Uh-oh. yards down the field. Uh-oh. In a playoff game. Were you? Were you in foot? A playoff game. Were you? Were you? Uh, 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 leg never, and leg with them? Were you keeping them? What they said was they've never seen a zone flip. And they've never seen more mobile hips than they've seen on this guy right here. Yeah, I, well, listen. Oh, I was the Elvis Presley of defensive that's, tackles that when I dropped. That takes us back to the beginning of the show where you were talking about what you hips. tell the ladies. You yeah. got to tell them about the mobile hips. Nothing but hips, baby. <laughs> Brent Jones. Uh, who else did I cover? Uh, touchdown, Timmy Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got back oh, there. Oh, I dropped in coverage. Yeah. Well, zone, well, here's the, the old thing zone blitz. I, I think here's the difference with, with you and them. How many touchdowns were scored on you? None. In two weeks, we saw it with Justin now, Jones, 14 points were given up. I did miss a play. I did miss. We did a play against Dallas in the NFC Championship game, and I did miss on my zone blitz. They did a shallow cross with yeah. Michael Irvin, and I was paying too much attention to Novacek, trying to get under Novacek. And the ball was thrown directly at me, and I'm sitting there like I'm going to catch it. And here comes Michael Irvin right across oh, no. the middle. Ball in his oh, hand. I'm no. like, what in the what just happened? <laughs> happened so quick. So Irvin did catch a ball. Brown caught a ball in front of me, but I tackled him right away. Yeah. There's no yak yardage. Yeah. You're not, you're not yards after yak catch. Up. It wasn't allowed. Uh, Justin Jones got a lot of yak on him right now. Yeah. A lot of yak on him. Two touchdowns, yeah. 14 yeah. points. And I, I think you that's... know, we had Matt Brock in interception too. He was like 12 yards downfield when they tried to throw the ball over the middle. Yeah. Matt Brock right is a defensive tackle out of Oregon that got drafted in the uh, late 80s. And yeah, he went up and he got it. He brought it down. I mean, it was like, what? Any no. run back on that? Uh, he Any, might have had maybe four yards. Oh, he just, <laughs> he's so happy to catch the damn thing. But we, you know, in, in our defensive line stuff, we'd work a tip trail all the time. Yeah. 
you know, where guys are catching the ball. And as part of our conditioning, not the we go video. through four or five lines of the coach throwing the ball to you, you know, bad ball drill. We just had to find a way to come down with the catch. Yeah, yeah. So we always practiced it. That way, if it happened in a game, here's the other thing we practice. Throw the ball on the ground as a fumble and pick it up on the run and try to take it to the house. Not just land on it Not like just a big like fat slob. Batting it. And or you break a when rib it, landing when, on a football. Right. When it was there, too, we learned how to cradle the football, sliding up to the football on our sides and cradling it yeah. as opposed to landing on top and rolling right over it. I, so, I, every, I mean, that's all practice, all stuff that one can learn and utilize. And the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature, which is important. Every time I see somebody just, like, dive on top of the football, I'm just like, your ribs have to be just in pure pain yeah. right now and you can I've see it. they get it too and they'll get the solar plexus hitting and then all of a sudden they're out of breath yeah you know that kind of thing did you do you know the stats for the the bears packers rivalry uh right now or what you just talking wins and losses no i'm just talking about nine We're in a row heading into this right heading now? into this nine victories in a row yeah uh 15 of the last 16 it's 26 and four in the last 30 it's contests. not good that's I, I i'm just you know letting you know i mean there's some of these I thought they were bad in the 90s. Remember when Brett Favre yeah, yeah, was kicking yeah. the living crap out of the Chicago 100%. Bears? I thought it was bad. It, 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 it's really kind of horrific. No, it, it's getting it's it, getting it's to a point bad. where it, it almost feels mental, right? Where, right? where you go into the game right. and you're like, we know going into this game, we're probably not going to win. And Jordan Love has been impressive. He's been better. He's been, he's oh, been he's a lot been, better. 3,800 plus yards. They're 5-2 and two in their last seven. They're playing good football, which is when you want to catch them. I don't want to beat the Packers when the Packers are bad. Yeah. If I'm the Bears, I want to beat the Packers when the Packers are rolling, when they're good, when they've got something on the line and something is on the line. 100%. There. Playoffs so. are on the line right now. And I think the the interesting thing going into this Packers game, right? I, I gave the stat yesterday on the pod. Um, Packers are two and six when they allow when they scored twenty or less points. Yeah. Chicago Bears have not allowed more than twenty points since Week Eleven versus the Detroit Lions. You've got kind of this like this this war in the middle that's about to meet where their stats right now align perfectly with your stats. Now everybody's going to wrestle in the middle and see who's going to come out on top of it. I think the one thing for me with this season that I think a lot of people may have figured out: Matt Lafleur is a heck of a play caller. And I think a lot of people were just like, well, of course you'll play call with Aaron Rodgers. You're going to be elite. You're going to what he's done with Jordan Love. I have to give him credit yep. for because Jordan Love did not look like this to start the season. And now at the end of the season, you're seeing a quarterback that looks confident in the pocket, looks confident with his receivers. Our relationship is right. The things that I want to see happen with Justin Fields, unfortunately, we're seeing happen yet again in Green Bay. Well, I mean, and, and good for Green Bay and, and good. And we don't know. This could be the ceiling. This could be a Jordan Love ceiling. But we're seeing Which the I best would love. of that what Jordan hope. Love could ever give you. That was my hope. And, and that's fine. Um, you know, I give him credit. Here's another question for you. Green Bay Packer trivia. Who's your leading pass receiver on this team? And how many yards does he have? Uh, is that Jaden Reed right now? It is Jaden Reed. Reed. How many yards? Uh, I would say he's got 750. 681. Oh, it was a little high. Everybody else is under 681. Now they throw him for 3,800 yards. Yeah. So even if everybody had 700 yards, everybody had seven equally. You're looking at what? Five guys? Yeah. Five and a half guys? Spreading the ball around well. He's spreading the ball everywhere. Now, Watson got hurt, which forced Jaden Reed to play a little bit more, and Romeo Dobbs, who's the second-leading receiver. And then there's another guy that's come out, Mont Montivity and 
Kirk or Montini, <laughs> Montivity and Wilkes or Wicks or something. This guy's come out of nowhere with 500 plus yards yeah, this year. Yeah. So they got the ball to uh, um, uh, Dylan. AJ Dillon has got some. Yep. The other kid from Notre Dame's got some yardage before he got busted up. They got the tight end, the new tight end. They got got some yards. But the point is, the ball's going everywhere. Yeah. So they're they're doing it the ball. I do think the Bears' defense is better than the Packers' defense is. I think the Bears' defense might be able to fluster this Packers' offense that has. Well, that's been what we're really well. we're looking for. That. Yeah. And listen, I don't care if the field is good or bad. Take advantage. Yeah. Take advantage of whatever you can take advantage of. I think this defense is going to be popping people in the mouth. I think it's a very aggressive defense. I think they're going to be getting after the Green Bay Packers, and I find the Bears getting a victory this week. Now, you've played in this rivalry. You played in this rivalry when it was very much like it is now. Oh, yeah. yeah we, I mean, very, very kicking, lopsided in the Packers' the crap favor. crap out of the Bears. And let me tell you what it was in one year, 73-9. to nine. Two games. 73 to 9 we ran for 200 yards in each one of the games. One of them was the uh, Blizzard game here on uh, Halloween, yeah. October 31st, 1994. 73 to 9. Yeah. I don't know what you think that is, but in my world that's called an ass beating. Yeah. And we used to take Wani and the boys when they'd come up and when we'd come down and all we did was smack the living crap out of them. Why? Cuz we could. Yeah. And we did when you're winning like that yeah because for bears fans for for what you hope in hallis hall this is a rivalry when you're winning like that for the packers is it a rivalry for you guys is well, it no, a rivalry it, it when you're playing is. on and the listen, team when you play up in green bay you take the little guy you got the, the napoleon syndrome going. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're the little guys you're in a small town you're in this you're in that yeah. you're, you can't beat uh the you know in the 80s the pa uh, the bears had the better of it in the 80s um, I didn't really start playing until 92. Right. I played at the end of 91, so 92, 93, 94, 95. We split 92. We won both in 93, won both in 94, won both in 95. I think they won both in 96. The Packers got off to an 0-7 start. I mean, the Packers. The Bears got off to an 0-7 start in 97. Two of those losses were against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So it was like 10 in a row at that point. I was going in Jacksonville at the time. But I went on the radio and I see, you know, these uh, Bears could start 0 and 7. And like, you're nuts. Worst they'll be is 3 and 4. Worst they'll be is 3 and 4. I said, I don't know. You got a pretty tough schedule here. <laughs> I go 0 and 7 into the bye. That's exactly what they were. I called uh, I called McNeil and Boris. Yeah. The heavy fuel crew. Yeah. I said, I don't know. I don't know who told you. I go, you want to bring back the sound or do you want me to repeat <laughs> I go, do you want to repeat my prediction I made in, in August? Yeah. That, you know, and I'd always watch the Bears. My brother got drafted by the Bears. You know, I grew up a Bears fan. I'm still a Bears fan now. Um, but back then, you just kind of watch from a distance. And I am and I knew the NFL real well because I was playing it. And I just looked at it. And I said, I don't know. 0-7 is a real possibility. When it happened, I felt like Nostradamus. It's almost like you know what you're talking about a little bit. Future in this was that was that the first taste of uh, you you feeling like you could be the radio guy after? Um, actually, it was in uh, 92. Um, I had done some radio before that. Uh, 91, I hosted a radio show in New Holstein, Wisconsin at the Altoona, yeah, Altoona Supper Club in New Holstein, Wisconsin. And I drive an hour there. They pay me 50 bucks and I drive an hour back on Monday night. And the guy that was working there said, you know, you might have a future in this thing. Mm. Then I did some television and Dick Blazik, who was an executive with the Green Bay Packers, had a videotape and he put it in there and he started telling him, giving me some coaching advice. He goes, listen, 
He goes, you hear all that? Uh, uh, uh. He goes, silence is better than uh. So if you're going to say something, it's better not to say anything and hesitate. Get your thought together and then just come out with your thought. So I had people coaching me. I had people pulling me aside, people giving me advice. That's why if I ever get a chance, I just give a guy a helpful piece of advice. I give him a piece of just advice. Just hit me with something but right there because I feel like I say be, uh, all the right, time. That's just it. You've got to be able to hesitate and then come to the point, whatever point you're going to say. Right. And it happens to all of us. We get caught in thought, and instead of just kind of th- sitting and contemplating, we'll go, uh, well, you know. Well, you know. No, I, I don't know. I don't know at all. Why are you asking me? Do you know? You know, that's a crutch that you have to transition to do another thought. Yeah. Don't use your crutch. Silence is better going into a new thought. Then if you can't think of what you want to say, hesitate and then say it. Getting everything on this podcast, man. You got Marvel talk in the beginning, Star Wars talk. You're getting podcast and radio advice from the good yeah. kid. He's been in the game. You're getting football knowledge. He's been yeah, in the right. game. Bring I Yoda mean, come back. On. Bring Yoda back. Well, bring Yoda back. I want Yoda. Uh, Yoda I don't want the. Yoda's I don't. Gone. I don't want the spawn of Yoda. Have you? Have you? I want Yoda back. The the baby Yoda's weird. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of that yeah. one. Have you? Have you done Ahsoka? Have you seen Ahsoka? What's Ahsoka? Ahsoka is about Darth Vader's Padawan before he yeah. became Darth no, Vader. No. Good storyline. Good storyline. Yeah, it doesn't Check matter. It if I want to watch, I go to the original three. Yeah, you're just taking it and back. That's it. You're I mean, just I, taking I, it back. I saw them all. I saw them with my daughter. Uh, when they came out with the one where the the the, the like the planet blows up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought there was with Ray like and Rogue, all that. Rogue Warrior, yeah, or Warrior yeah. One, or whatever. It was. Rogue One. There were a couple nice ones that came out. Yeah, and then they basically redid Star Wars again, yeah. where they came in and they had to shoot in the tunnel. There. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I go, am I watching another movie? Or did, they, did they send me? They they sold me a line of crap. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm watching the same movie again. It's supposed to be a trilogy of trilogies. Yeah, a trilogy, my ass. <laughs> Drives me crazy. You know what movie I watched yesterday? What'd you get? Excalibur three. It's not a bad movie. Denzel Washington. Yeah, it's not in a Italy. bad movie. Yeah. Anytime you get Denzel in Italy, it's got to be good. Yeah, it's you know? not a bad movie. Actually. I enjoyed. Yeah. That. I, I I love a good Denzel. And then he gave the girl the bag of money, three hundred sixty six thousand four hundred dollars, and she goes, "Well, why'd you do this?" She goes, "All that money you just took that." And he goes, "It's for you." She goes, "You take it to him." She gave the guy's name, and then she goes over and she gives him the money, and then she sees the reaction. And then she figures out he doesn't have to tell her why he does what he does. He wanted him. He wanted her to see it. Yeah. So you got deep on you. Yeah. If you're yeah. in a position of power, sometimes you can help affect things for the positive, not the negative, like we see going on here at, oh. at a certain island. Oh boy! Oh, oh. <laughs> not, is, not, hey, listen. Not, not fantasy. Listen. Island. <laughs> there's, there's. There. I'm, I'm staying away from that one right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm going to stay away from that well, one. you got to have fun. you got to have yeah. fun. Well, have not fun. on the island. Let's not have fun on the well, island, Yerk. Well, Let's well, avoid well. the island. Yeah. Your name's not on the list, is it? No. <laughs> not mine. No. I mean, I went to St. John St. Thomas down there on cruises. Had a good time. When I was with the Packers, man, we would we'd go on cruises. I went with Alonzo Spellman. Yeah. Yeah. He on the list? Uh, he was, I don't know, but he was a very personable <laughs> young man. No, but listen, he was a very personable young man. Yeah. Bears drafted him in the first round, I think, 1992. Um, I was on a cruise with him, I think, in 94. A very personable young man. Didn't think he was going to go haywire the way he went haywire. He went there. a little wilder. Yeah. yeah. Went a little wild. And, and Coach Singletary was there to settle him down. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, you I were young. You I were young. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you were young. Uh, 94, Yerk, I was uh, born. Yeah. I was born. Well, yeah. and I don't know when he went I've haywire. I've known the story, though. Right. I don't know if he went haywire in 96 or when he went, you know, 
when yeah. he went when he had his episode. I call him episode. Yeah. When he had his episode, but it was Singletary there that was simmered him down and got him settled down and got him brought back in. You know, hey, a lot of pressure on a young man. You come out of college, you come into the league, and uh, yeah, things aren't exactly it. going the way they're going. And then all of a sudden, uh, you, you, who knows what other issues you're having in your private life? And then all of a sudden, things just scale. You know, they're, 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 they're spinning. Everything's tumultuous. And uh, sometimes you don't react in quite the ways one might react. So it's never easy. It's never easy. So Prayers I always, I, yeah, but I always find, well, Chase Claypool's a model. That's what the guy wants to be. It's okay. He's a good looking kid. He's in South Beach. He's looking, you know, to get in gentlemen's quarterly. Model. He is a model. He's, He's a good looking kid. He does. He's no, he wants to be a model. And I think he wants to get in the music business because he told Mike Tomlin he'd like to hear a little music during practice. And Mike Tomlin says, I'm the coach. I'll decide what we do during practice. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Tomlin got a lot of a uh, lot of and, interesting wide receivers. And let me tell you, Montez Sweat has made people forget about Chase Claypool here. Oh yeah. And oh, Ryan yeah. Paul should thank Montez Sweat every single day of the week. Well, Ryan, he Paul. should go give Montez a big hug. And, well, he did in the video. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah, it, it was I'd a large be, hug in there. Well, I'd be giving the hug a hug of a lifetime. <laughs> I'd never let him go. <laughs> Thank That's you. a double bear hug. Thank you yeah. for 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 yeah. making them forget about that second round. Yeah, play. I don't mind. Listen, if you think you can make an improvement on your team, and maybe I don't know, maybe to be fair to Chase Claypool, I'm always willing to give both sides of the story. Uh, maybe Chase Claypool came here too early. Yeah, and nobody was going to help Justin Fields develop, but time. Maybe the only thing that was going to help in Justin Fields was time and more opportunity and more chances. Yeah. Now. I'll offer you this. If he played all 17 games this year, including next week, he'd probably be a 3,100-yard passer. Yeah. 3,400 maybe yeah. even. He's averaging 201 yards a game. So I'd give him a 3,300 yards. That's what I'd give him. That's all I wanted from him. The passing touchdowns aren't there. I, th more. I think the rushing and, and, the, and the rushing touchdowns, I think he's done enough. But him escaping from where he escaped from, keeping that play alive, you could win with Justin Fields. It's not a problem. Um, and maybe that game he played last week is going to propel him and give him the confidence going in. I mean, I watched Favre struggle against Minnesota. Uh, he's afraid of John Randall and Henry Thomas and, and Barker coming off the corner. And Chris, Chris I think Dolman. most quarterbacks were. Okay. They were, they were afraid. <laughs> I think most quarterbacks and Poor were. Frankie Winters and Harry Galbraith and, and Dave Wydell. They were up there. Doug Wydell was Dougie, his brother. They're up there on the line of scrimmage and Kenny Rutgers, and they're just Joe Sims, and their heads are just swirling and spinning, maybe even Earl Dotson at the time. And they're like, how are we going to handle what the hell they're bringing at us? Sometimes they didn't. Eventually they learned how to handle it, and yeah. eventually the Packers started beating the Minnesota Vikings you know, on a regular basis. We'll see what it ends up being. What's your prediction for Sunday, Yurt? I got bear. I said it yesterday, 24-19 Bears. Okay. All right, we'll see what it ends up being. I actually got the – I think the Bears' defense is going to shut down the Packers, and I think the Bears' offense well, actually can throw right. against the Packers' defense I, that Joe Barry has no idea what that's My 19 is four field goals and a touchdown. I would I would agree with that. Right? Yeah, Four field goals and a touchdown. I got a, I got a big win. I'm going all in last game of the year. Might as well 31-19. There you go. I think the Bears can score a lot of points versus a defense. That's a joke. Uh, maybe Appreciate the, your – Maybe the Bears up. bring one to the house, too. Jalen Johnson or uh, oh, pick six. Yeah, well, pick I thought six. you meant like a kickoff. I was like, no, no, no. I, like, no. I haven't seen a kick return yeah. in weeks. I think there's <laughs> been one or two kickoff returns for touchdowns in the league. I don't even. Yeah, there I has. I can't been. even tell you who did it. Like, yeah. 
Patriots yeah. did one last week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, ninety nine yards. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 a dying art. It's a shame. Yeah. We'll see what shame as being a wedge guy. It's shame. We'll see. What, be, yeah. Yeah. I say that we ran it so well in, in Green Bay, they outlawed it 16 years later. <laughs> they mean, might. The rule, my argument. Listen, the rule changes are coming. They're yeah. debating whether they're going to get rid of it. So I think it's a great play. Uh, and, and, you know, if you've got the advantage, yeah. it gives you positive field position. I, you know why they took it away. They didn't take it away because of Devin. No. No, I, I, oh, I can't I wait for that, that debate to begin. Oh, oh here we God. go. Hey, uh, that will, that'll be next week on the podcast because I can't wait for that. But as always, man, it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again, joined by the good kid, John Yurkovich. Let's see if the Bears go out there and get a dub. First, the Green Bay Packers. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Peace.